Car company Hertz is selling a massive chunk of its electric vehicle fleet, citing higher repair costs as the reason. The company plans to sell 20,000 cars, or about one-third of that electric fleet. The company plans to use the money to buy internal combustion engine vehicles. But why the sudden change? Take a look. A fleet of thousands of electric vehicles already up for sale, some at a steep discount. It was only 2021 when the rental company made a splash with grand plans to help make EVs go mainstream. But now, under new management, Hertz has decided to drastically cut their EV fleet. The company stated that consumer demand for EV rentals just isn't what they'd hoped for. Then there are the expensive repair costs. Hertz says the pool of EV early adopters is drying up. Skyrocketing interest rates have left consumers with few expensive models to choose from and virtually no used market as an alternative. The question is, what is the future of EVs in the rental space? And what does the decision mean for the growing sector? All right, joining me now is automotive journalist Mike Costello in the studio. Mike, rental giant Hertz, they're ditching 20,000 of these mm. things. Take us through a little bit more about what this means for the rental market when it comes to EVs. Yeah, well, it gives you the idea, I suppose, that Hertz might have gone too hard too soon. And they really wanted to capitalize on the EV wave in America last year. They're reducing price of EVs. They thought, we can be at the vanguard of this. Yep. It'll be great for the look of our company, really progressive forward thinking. But they've run into a couple of issues, principally EVs. They're quite expensive to fix and repair still because right. there aren't a huge amount of technicians and they're finding that rental cars, we all know rental cars have very hard lives. They do pick up a lot of damage and that is costing the company quite a bit of money. At the other end, you've also got resale value. It's a really big issue that we've spoken about before. Correct. Electric vehicles just don't have as good a resale value yet because customers are still skeptical about battery health. Um, and then you have to wonder whether the rental market was really the right place to, to, to put this many EVs on. If somebody's just renting a car at the airport and they've got some trips to do? Do they really want to be worrying about charging? Is it the right application for EVs at this juncture? There are a lot of catastrophists saying, oh, this is the end of EVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is more a bump in the road as we train, you know, as we uh, transfer to the EV car park that we're talking okay. about, but it's definitely a bump in the road. Yeah, definitely something uh, to keep an eye on. Now, Sweden, of course, is building the world's first permanent electrified road mm. for EV charging on the go, hopefully to alleviate some of those fears we have around, you know, charging anxiety, if you're going to find a charging point on your road trip. Tell us a little bit more about what the Swedes are up to. Did you ever as a kid have those Sky Electrics cars where it's a little car with a little metal stick on it yeah. that drives along the track? You've got a little, little remote control yeah. thing. Yeah. It's basically that, but bigger. So it's called conductive charging. So they, they install a metal rod that runs along the road. It emits charge. The vehicle has a stick that drops from underneath it, has contact with this rod, and then the car's lane assist system ensures that the vehicle stays where it is and it's continually attached to I the I love it when something so small and seemingly right. insignificant in a, my childhood becomes this grand, hopefully, yeah. you know, optimistic experience. Do you think it's the sort of thing we can expect to see more of, or is this kind of like a test run? Yeah, well, this is a test run. Uh, Sweden is hoping to start installing these in 2025, and it's been trialing them for a while, and they do stand up to snow and horrible weather and things. There are some questions, of course, principally around safety. Yep. Do we want to have electrified rods running along roads? Well, the way the engineers explain it is that it only emits charge when there's contact to it from a vehicle that needs it. As soon as the vehicle's gone, it stops emitting electricity, so it should at least be safe. And then you've got 
the issue around is it worth it? It's expensive to do. Is it going to put a lot of charge back into the battery? But the upsides are huge. You can imagine if you need a smaller battery because the road charges the car, that makes the EV cheaper, lighter, less intensive from an energy perspective in production. There are a ton of potential upsides to this. So yeah. the industry is really looking closely to see whether it becomes viable. That's so cool. Now yeah. let's talk about the Australia's, uh, Australia's electric car market. It's been dominated by some top sellers in 2023. So yeah. despite some of the challenges we talked about earlier, they're still selling. People are excited about them. What brands are they picking up? Yeah, so we talk about EV sales uh, starting to plateau a little bit, but at the end of the day, it was still 87,000 EVs sold in Australia last yeah. year. That's about 7% of the total market. That's about three times as many EVs as sold in 2022. So the growth was really steep. It did plateau towards the end of the year though. So if you look at the growth curve, it went really high until yep. halfway, and then it sort of plateaued out rather than growing, but it's not going backwards, it's stable. Tesla has more than half of the market to itself. It's cornered more than 50% of the market, but BYD is making huge inroads uh, is widely seen now as the main competitor to Tesla worldwide and yeah. it's no different in Australia and then it's the Chinese brands that are really starting to come in hard so you've got the MG GWM Cherry's about to launch one obviously BYD as well in fact 80% of the EVs sold in Australia last year were made in China it's also quite interesting to have a look at the difference across regions so for example in the ACT EV market share is almost 20% which is three times the national average whereas in the uh, Northern Territory where it's long roads and yes, you know, not, yes. not a lot of charging potential and lots of trucks. It's only 3% share. So it's it really varies depending on geography as well. And Mike, as usual, an ongoing discussion for you and I. We'll keep tabs on it. And uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks, mate.